some tunes. here from the DJ and Aussie Apes, bringing you another weekly session all things crypto and NFTs. Let's go. It's the money. GM, GM, friends, what's happening, guys? That was a nice intro. Thanks, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's smooth, yeah. huh? It's the music. Everyone loves the music. Man, I tell you, every time, I think every episode starts with the same conversation. Yeah, even Wuba's just sitting there while bobbing his head, you know. Everyone bobs their head when the music's on. Well, originally it was quite intense, the intro, but now we sort of tamed it up. It's cruisy, man. It builds a vibe, you know. Yeah, but Welcome, boys. Welcome, Bloody thanks yeah. for coming thanks down. For thanks for having us. Flying in from uh, good old Brisbane, yeah, Bris yeah. Vegas. Yeah, Brisbane. Why did they call it Bris, Bris Vegas? Where did that know. all, does anyone know? I Maybe hear, something to do with Expo 88. Potentially. Expo 88? Yeah. What was that? In 1988, they had the World Expo in Brisbane, and they oh. pretty much just, like, made Brisbane Brisbane. Yeah, put it oh. But I assume it's got something to do with that. A I bit of Brizzy history. Tell a bit of Brizzy history. Yeah. Tell us more. Go on, Expo 88. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone listening here, you know, we've got the guys from the Pink Flamingo Social Club. Thanks for coming down, guys, man. You know, it's really cool. Um, I was actually digging a bit into what you guys were doing before, you know, the multi-chain and things like that. But really intrigued, chatting uh, off the air, you guys actually are a band. Correct, yeah. It's really sick, man. It's where it all started. Yeah, tell us the... Uh, Tell us the story for all our listeners out there, you know. There's always an origin story somewhere along the lines, you know. Well, yeah, the band's been going for, coming on 10 years. And more than 10 years, more than 13 years, there you go. 13 years. <laughs> so we're all musicians and have been outside the band. I actually joined the band a bit later, but through doing that, we kind of got a bit of exposure into Web3 and crypto through some mates with the inner record label in Brizzy who sort of got in early on the um, whole Bitcoin wave. How early are we talking? How early? I was like 2010. Yeah, yeah, 2012. Very early. That's a good time. That was a really good time. Yeah, Yeah, it was a good time. Super (laughs) early. And um, essentially built this incredible like house studio in Brisbane where we all met. It was called Bedlam Records and it was, yeah, this badass house with an epic studio underneath. And I think... We were just all of the age where, like, no, no one was really doing anything with their lives yet. So all we did was basically hang out in this house and play music and, you know, write all sorts of different music. And then we were, you know, I was overseas for a whole bunch of time in another band and coming back and forth and just, you know, you'd, it was a sort of house that you wouldn't, you would never call ahead that you were coming in. You'd just rock up. Like, I'd literally fly in from overseas, just get taxi straight to that house and like it was just this, the vibe was always happening so that was I kind of this sort of period for i don't know like five or six years it was like seven or eight years yeah i was like the in-house artist like the, the, the i'd work with the bands and brand their shit and do like album artworks and all that sort of shit with the band you know what i mean yeah how many bands were rolling through the house we released over a hundred songs and like like wow. a, and that included albums as well. So it was like hundred over a hundred releases. Wow. Like yeah, separate releases, all with their own artwork and campaigns and all sorts of music. And what year was that? Hustled. And what year was that? Two thousand and ten? Mm. 
the the year it stopped around it was formed in 2011 yeah and then we stopped i think around the end of 2017 did you just get on youtube or how do you distribute your it was it was a hustle like there was no real band that ever kind of cracked it or or yeah june rats were kind of formed out of that house june rats were definitely formed out of that house yeah they were yeah that's absolutely a band that kind of like broke away from that scene of people but i think more the point is is like look, look like you boys it's like it was it became like you know when you grow up through that adulthood, like you, you find a crew. Yeah, mm. 100%. Especially when your you're tribe. Pers- yeah, when you're on the creative pursuit, particularly yeah. because like it's not easy, mm. you know. <laughs> so it was just that it was the halfway house. It was the meeting point for a whole bunch of people. Just good vibes, yeah, music. But, like smells like weed and yeah. stinks and like, dirty like dishes this place. and like yeah. it's grubby <laughs> as fuck. You know? like it it would have been some pure degen. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was fucking degen. It literally was. It yeah, was, it was a dirty underground little. Birthplace, yeah, a, cool, a lot of cool shit, a lot of great music. Uh, I could imagine, I just could imagine like the vibe. You probably look back now right. and be like, "Good days," you know what I mean? Bro, we're washed up as fuck. We're still living off those. Days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? why not? <laughs> Legit. Why like, not? Yeah, well, it, it honestly like laid down a foundation for a lot of us through that came through that house of like how to live. Like it was yeah. just like fuck it, do what you want. Like if a record label's not going to sign you, do it your fucking self. Yeah. Know? push through and break into because it can really cross like i guess build a great foundation moving across into the crypto world the degen world the nfts that's why we lost our mind when we found this space especially Mm. dan dan (laughs) dan's like completely transformed in the last like yeah you know six to twelve months it changes you as a person fundamentally yeah, it really I does. Had, I had like... Uh, you question money. Yeah, and COVID yeah. kind of fucking screwed me. I was like a live sound engineer trying to run a studio and like everything was just getting cancelled left, right and centre. Um, you'd get a few gigs and then it would stop and it was just like I was living on Centrelink and I was just like, holy shit, like I'm fucked. Mm. <laughs> what mm. else can I do? How can I make money right now? And it was just like, okay, I'll look at, I'll finally look at crypto. And I spent like a whole week just on YouTube. And then after that, I was like, this is it. This is my million dollar fucking ride out of here. Yeah. Dan, I think it was on the way to band practice once. I was like, fucking, we were traveling together and I was ranting to you about NFTs because I just caught the bug. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'd heard about NFTs for fucking ages. Like, you know, we got a lot of mates who were getting into it, um, but they'd all moved to Portugal and uh, other places in the That's world. That's the thing so that we're kind of me too. They, they it's tax free. Portugal. Yeah, so we're kind of copying this yeah. from... from kind of online and they're like you guys need to get into nfts and especially freud like he's yeah. he, he's our artist and like you know we, freud's got to get into nfts the whole time and then you know it's that sort of thing you taste the poison and you're just like oh fuck this is what fucking nfts are like yeah. you discover that there's so much more than just a jpeg it's just the community and like opportunity i think mm. like the that taste of like yeah, proper freedom and proper ability to like, especially for creatives, like it gives you a, a tool to actually be able to potentially do There's it. No middleman in between. Yeah. So you're not you're not missing out. Yeah. So it's just you, the the creator and the the buyer. That's and I exactly think what's really good about crypto, or what's worked so well, is like I've always grown up playing computer games. Yep. I've always always been on like online and like hung out with communities, and then I do music. I make I'm a music producer as well, and trying to like find the communities, especially in Brisbane, that like that music was supported through. You go online and sure there's like a few big ones, but if you're not a part of that, if you don't fit that style, it's like really not much. Um, and then crypto comes along and it's like an on being online, but you can make money. And, yeah. and that is what 
people like go online for it was just like a weird thing i think like i found it and was like i was born for this like those years of playing world of warcraft as a kid and knowing yeah. like i got scammed so much i lost my gold and all that and that was in a computer game so now i'm like playing crypto i'm like <laughs> i know this shit it's Real the same game. shit but it's yeah. just like the same shit it's just like the same pe people playing online acting online i was like it's just really cool that, that like, people, people have the power make, yeah and they can make money and like their time and attention is actually fucking valuable yeah they deserve to get money for it and they deserve to share those blessings with like others because that's how i don't know like governments don't care about you like in that no. regard like they just print money because some other guys made some bad decisions about money mm. and you're left just like yeah holding the fucking holding the spoon or like they want you part of the system yeah yeah you know and then once you work out what fiat currency actually is mm. it's the iou by the government and you're like you're kidding me i'm going yeah. to work for what they're just printing this stuff so I'm wasting my time while they just print this stuff out of thin air. It's pretty crazy yeah, when you think of it. Print as much as, they can just print as much as, as they want. As much as they want. But you, you only get this much. And give us 25% half of that. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's, it's obvious. In the 70s, right, you could work at a warehouse, at a factory, still pay your mortgage. You can go to or get your grocery bills done, go on holiday for twi uh, twice a week every year, um, sorry for two weeks every year and still have money left over and on top of that you had time to go see your relatives or your friends and stuff like that now the time's gone you know and sorry you you had like a stay-at-home wife as well she could take care of the kids now it's completely changed everyone's working and still you don't have you can barely keep up mm. it's just insane what's going on well i think what dan said about like the value and attention is a massive thing as well because like from the seventies, like that point, right? Like what's, all, what's also wife? changed is like stay at home, mom. Sorry. I'm a tater. I think what you were trying to say. I'm a tater. Yeah, you were trying to say that these days you need. Top G. I know what you're trying to say. You're like, you know, these days you need a fucking double income. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I you still get inflated out the It was the emotions that's come. I'm infuriated. That's why it's just the emotions getting the better of me. I get I think another quick thing on that, like I think what crypto has really done for me is I now think about my money. I was a musician trying to just make music and like I knew I was never going to have money and it just came and I was always struggling. Yeah. And now I'm just thinking like, well, I have this money. I can, well, I might put some in over there. And like, you know, oh, if I put some there, some's coming back. And oh, I could, you know, it's just like, it's made me think about my money now. And it's just crazy. Like the education I've gotten that, I realized no one ever was going to teach you. Is that through a Bitcoin? That's just through just buying um, Phantom was like the main one. Like I've never oh, actually okay. really just being involved. Yeah, in just this. being involved and just going, oh, I can put my paycheck mm. there. And no, I mean by reading the Bitcoin, um, oh, Bitcoin white standard. paper or the Oh, Bitcoin well, like standard. I said, what was done is like the, the one thing for me, I think, was like there was a friend. We got a friend of ours who's kind of doing was doing the same thing I was wanting to do, like run a studio and like be a recording engineer. And yeah. he was like buying a house. <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck's he buying a house? And he's like, oh, because he's like, you know, made some good investments in his life and he's done all this stuff. And like crypto helped him out. I was just like, man, I've been playing it wrong. Just like, follow, the, <laughs> follow the money. Yeah. Like yeah. Really. Just like think you, about you it. Gotta like, try to get I think ahead. a lot of creatives don't think inflation, about that. You got to try to get ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you got to yeah, make the right investments. And crypto yeah. is one of those things where you can make quite a lot of money, you know, mm. as we know. But Especially you can also get fucking liquidated out of the ass. As we know, that's fine. Yeah. I, I want to get liquidated <laughs> like that, you know. It's like, it's my choice if I lose that money. It's going to teach me a lesson. Rather than just like, I don't know, it going, I don't know. It's just, it's cool. It's really cool. I, I, I do miss DJing on Phantom. Mm. Not going to lie. Oh, dude. 
Mate, it was... Come I back and DJ with us. We got a whole bunch of <laughs> Discord groups where we, we still oh, DJ really? hard. Yeah. Yeah. But we're multi-chain as well, you know. It's not just Phantom. Because I, I was going to say, I mean, coming as artists and creative, adoption for yourselves of the blockchain, when that penny actually dropped of what was capable would have been... I mean, it was mind-blowing enough for me. But being creatives would have been absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, the potential of where you could take this. Yeah, well, like what Alex was kind of talking about before is like and what we're talking about downstairs off air was like it all it clicked kind of for all of us simultaneously like for, for me personally like as a visual artist i've been around it a lot but i've i'm a fucking like i'm classic like i, I i've been <laughs> dealing with my own the existential crisis of like selling my artwork full stop for a long time do you know what i mean like i i struggled to do you know commission paintings when I was younger because I thought I was destroying my fucking, you know, <laughs> integrity or whatever. I'm like, I'm such a loser in that, in, that res- in that regard. And so, so it took me, a, even though I, we had good friends being like, you know, Freud, get into NFTs with your art and all that sort of stuff. I just, it was, I had a bigger thing to conquer before that. Mm. My struggle as an artist generally, without digressing too much, is like just literally to have purpose. <laughs> So I struggled in a lot of my adolescent life to like ever do any art or release much art because I had no really purpose. And most of that visual art has been going through the band for the past six years because mm. we found a way in our band to be like, all right, let's not write love songs about ch- chicks. Let's let's <laughs> write songs about you know villains and characters and fucked up situations and you know like com- storytelling sto- stories. Yeah. And then, because that'll be purpose, and then I can take that purpose, and we can fucking make artwork with it. So it was all, it was, it was a massive hit for all of us when we were like, we saw the NFT thing, and we looked at what we were doing with our band. We've been doing this for now six years prior to this, and we're like, boom, all the dots just fucking connected. It was like, holy shit, like we have this world of visual stories. (laughs) <laughs> characters like you know pfp projects like what like you can milk it for literally everything that it is including like just this whole scope that's where and it began that's where it began mm. and it was like and that's i think a, for us yeah yeah and i think a big click in that click was like not just yeah clickception dude <laughs> it was like a fucking mind whoa um was it wasn't just financial like obviously there's the financial ability there being able to as an artist raise money and be able to you know go directly to your fan and your customer but the big one is the community building like once we understood that side is that that's what i think really excited us because it's like you're able to bring in your fans as a musician or as an artist you're able to bring in you know people who love your art and and get exposed to those people and have them all like be really involved in your project rather than just you know, the way, especially when we're talking about music, like the current distribution model is not that, you know, like as as much. Like I feel like you get a much bigger sort of community connection. Sure, at the moment is it is still kind of just within the blockchain world, but like, yeah. you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel with like a lot more adoption as to what this can become. And I think that mixed with obviously the ability to be able to, be in control of our own finances and stuff. Oh, is, is yeah, awesome. 100%. I feel as though now with blockchain, so a lot of the artists before with managing companies and record labels, they would have no control. 
or they'd have the album deals and they'd have to do five albums and the first one's pretty good, second one's cracker and then the third and fourth are shit and the fifth one's just, we had to do this. Do you feel like for you guys as artists and bringing in your community now using Discord and everything like that, do you feel like you've regained a lot of the control? Yeah. Do you feel like it's... 100%. I mean... You're now just not pushing out stuff. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, mean, for us, we have right. tried to play the game or the so-called game by like... We've spent so much money on management on like as a band and, you know, even as the record label, you know, spending money to try and be like a legitimate business, but and be a band and play the game so you can get those spots and stuff like that. But we've just been drained. We write like fucking eight minute songs. We want to do all these niche artistic weird shit, right? Record labels that they don't want, they literally have a mandate for three and a half minute songs. If it's any more than three and a half minutes. Can't play it on radio. If I can't play it on radio, then I can fucking do shit with your thing. Are you going to be integrating like your music somehow with the NFT? That's exactly what we're doing. Oh, That's okay. where it clicked for us, right? Uh-huh. Because we've been working on this shit for so long yeah. that when we figured out like, holy fuck, dude, we've got... It just makes been, sense now. We've yeah. got all this niche shit that no one wants in the other world, but everyone is screaming for it in this world. Like, you know? Yeah, but it just makes sense. That, that's why our friend was like, you guys should like chill. Just, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, what we were saying downstairs, he was just like, just chill to begin with, like... Just learn the space before you jump in like that. <laughs> so bringing it back to, I think, where the original question was going is how do we get to Pink Flamingo Social Club? And <laughs> ultimately, like, once we sort of caught this NFT bug and just really, at firstly, it's just as collectors and buyers, like, started diving in and just getting involved in communities and, and buying NFTs and, you know, caught that epic bug that was mid-2021. Um we wanted to sort of drop our sort of big band project, which is an album and a graphic novel and all this stuff. And yeah. we can get into that at some point. But ultimately, to first do that, we were like, let's let's do a PFP project and sort of cut our teeth in, in NFTs and really like do something that's going to help us like, Love let's that. build a community and let's understand like this, like if we're going to drop a project, we want to make sure we know how to drop a project and we know how to build so that was where the Pink Flamingo Social Club idea started. And just like any idea, you know, you think it's just going to be this little thing that is like, you know, not that much of a big deal, but then it kind of snowballed. Um, we started uh, on Phantom and basically through a whole bunch of conversations with a, a bunch of different crew on Phantom. Someone shout f- out Tim Foyle. Yeah, shout out Tim Foyle um, and, and Hot Sauce. We were basically having a late night Discord yarn with these guys in yep. in America, and um, yeah, basically we heard that AnySwap, who are now multi-chain, but AnySwap at the time were working on an NFT bridge, and that sort of you know few bongs later, I think the idea migratory birds, yeah, is Hot Sauce came up and was like, and by the way, this was a private conversation. Was they thought it was a private conversation, but it was public. There's all these people listening in on this. Someone chimes in from the audience and is like, well, you know, they're migratory birds. Like, they should, they should migrate chains. And then, you know, and this idea of the great migration. So how, how many chains are we going from? Phantom, Avalanche. Matic. 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 ETH. And now we're doing ETH. 777 oh, so on each. Yep. And then there's like, that leaves us with 225 to get 3,333. Okay. That remaining stuff, we're going to do some like cool treasure hunt. Oh, awesome. So we've different. currently sold out on Phantom, AVAX, and Matic, yep. and we're about to drop our final and fourth collection on ETH. 
and that completes the collection except for 225 which are reserved for a treasure hunt we're doing in collaboration with multi-chain yep. and which a whole bunch of other projects great migration right yep. yeah yeah it's like everyone comes to phantom gets a massive like token drop and they use those tokens to participate in this fucking go to all these chains and find these hidden rare nfts essentially that's the storyline yeah yeah yeah. But this 777 on ETH completes our collection of 3,333 total. And that's one collection over four chains. So total collection size is that. But on each chain, like you could migrate your Phantom Flamingos over to ETH and you could do the same to AVAX and, you know, basically go all the way around. Um, and basically why you would do that is through sort of different partnerships on each chain, we're going to be offering different utility in sort of a rolling yep. fashion. So is that along the storyline? When the storyline continues, you'll be offering? That's just kind of like, it's almost the storyline of a storyline is when Flamingo, right? Is this <coughs> W-E-N, when Flamingo has got this golden fucking moustache. Yep. He, he's the concierge of, oh, okay. of the club. He built this massive club. He spent years and years on it. It's his life's fucking work. And now he's gone like, and he's like, you know, Mingo's assemble. And like over the last eight months that we've been on this journey, Mingo's yeah. have been coming over the lake and coming to the lake and migrating at the club. Yep. And it's the great migration. And then now Wen's got a big party planned for everybody. Oh, and awesome. once that, the, the party's happened, then the, then the club opens up and that's the utility. And everyone walks into the club and accesses all the utility. You know? Oh, awesome. And like an example of the utility is... And, like and who's running the Discord... Uh, we are mostly Dan. We are, yeah. Dan, okay. Yeah, community manager. Oh, awesome. Community, yeah, yeah. business, and art. And art. Yeah. How are you finding oh. running the uh, Discord? I mean, Discord itself is pretty much yeah, a full-time it's job. It's, it's fucking rough. And I mean, I've worked with like a few other projects kind of doing the same thing. Building community is fucking tough. And in the thing about crypto, because I kind of mentioned it before, is like people make money there. They want to hang around. They want to be in a part of the community. And yeah. it's fun for everyone. But when that's not necessarily there... You know, like we're lucky because we have built some pretty solid communities and we kind of had, we were in at a good time when like everyone was like pretty up. And so we made some pretty good connections with some people and they, you know, they maintained and it's just like you lean on those when you need them in community. But to build that day to day, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting one. Like you can't pay, yeah, it's a full-time job, but it's also like, yeah, you got to be a personality too and you've got to be yes. like, you know, You've got to we be were very streaming, attentive. you know, we do a lot of streaming. Like I was streaming a beat challenge. I did like a 30-day beat challenge. I was streaming it on Twitch into my Discord and stuff like that. Braden always live streams his drawings and stuff like that. We host an AMA in there called Final Export where um, Braden or Freud gets on artists from different chains and they kind of, it's very art focused. They just talk about their journey, what brought them to NFTs and stuff like that, share all their art yeah. and kind of give their backstory. And it just then talks into a discussion generally something like this. Um, and we also used to run one where we would interview projects about what they were doing and stuff like that. So we were doing all these kind of stuff for community and it's engagement somewhat. But I think, um, you know, the thing about Phantom, I guess, is it's not a very big community. Yeah. And there are center points. And like, I think you can kind of like rather lean into those center points and kind of. The same people are always at the front of the mosh pit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> same people at the front of the stage. Always the same people. Yeah. Same, I think every community is similar. Like they've got mm. their, their, the people who are like, they love it. <laughs> we love you, yeah. like, you know? It's been an interesting experiment, though, because we've had to essentially start over with community building every chain. four times. Every chain. That was, we did not expect that 
That was that was the biggest shock for us. We thought it was a project. Which Come in, drop it. You know the so first. So do you have separate channels for each chain in Discord? Or we no, tried. We've tried so many things. We've tried all this stuff, and I think essentially what well what we've kind of see the vision of our Discord server to be is this multi chain alpha alpha clubs. You know where we can we can because we've ma- made the communities, we've gone through the chains, we know what's yep. kind of happening. We can then like you know you can follow live streams and put them into like alpha chats. You know you can follow all the AVAX influencers, their discords anytime they post. It's in yep. our channel. You know, and try and open it up as this like multi-chain kind of. Do you have to connect channel. your wallet? No, 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 none of that oh, kind okay. of stuff. It's okay. just like that. That kind of stuff is. Um, yeah, we don't. Ha- I mean, we do have the kind of verifications and stuff like that, where yep. you can get certain ranks and stuff like that if you have bots. Um, but we also like help. We just kind of want to be the multi-chain hub, and we work very closely with the multi-chain, uh, the protocol. And it's like essentially like we've helped a couple of artists now go multi-chain just with their one-of-one collections. Um, and it's not like, a, you know, that big of a deal, but it, it is also means the freedom of like going where the money is and where the chains pop. And because yeah. that's the kind of thing like chain cycle and all that. I and think as it's an good artist, for adoption as Yeah, well. as an artist, you can have like a collection that's like connected across all these chains, but it's it also represents your previous work. I'll, I'll um, be really interested to see how you get the ETH maxes to get along with all the other chain holders. Yeah, well, that was our <laughs> ultimate goal. Like, I mean, that was... I feel like everyone's going to talk except for those boys. Yeah, I think that was the... I mean, when we <laughs> yeah, first had this idea, when we had this first idea in the chat, it was kind of essentially, let's bring those ETH wallets over. Yeah. And how do you do that? And it's like, in going even to like... I've got a friend who was really in some kind of, some of these alpha groups in ETH and like, he believed in us, but like, you know, he would pose it to like these mints, these people, and yeah, they'd be like... <laughs> Nah, I don't care. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, this A-Vax? other, yeah. Let's, no way. let's go to this other one. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we 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 know that, and I guess like that's just a part of it. But we're we're down for the challenge of mm. like, and, that, and that's kind of why we're like very much, or at least from the art perspective, we're very much focusing on ETH being its own collection. Mm. Like, we're completely new attributes, completely new backgrounds, culling all the attributes that weren't either weren't popular or like you know responding to the community in that way, and kind of for me at least building like. A subset of 777 mingos that are just like everyone's just fucking mm. badass. So we're also dropping in that um, there's three completely new flamingo skins, which being that this collection is over three chains, there's, I don't know, a few hundred going in the collection of 777 that haven't been in any of the other chains yet. And that will. You know, that means we're dropping a shit ton of, like, rares that have been saved from the other chains um, in this collection. Um, and we're using Chainlink VRF to basically verify the randomness of, of all of this. But, yeah, it'll be cool to... Anyone investing in Chainlink? Well, I've got... A, now I, we I did have a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm telling you, that's going to be a good investment, Chainlink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, See, there's no hard, DeFi man. without Chainlink. Oh, yeah. Dude, have you noticed, like, through all this, their marketing... Is like they're one of the main. They I don't know. They've just nailed marketing marketing in in crypto in the last like six three to six months. Like they've just out of everyone doing everything. They've just like I mean they the VRF is like everywhere now through NFTs. Everywhere. They're just like their marketing is just stepped up. They're, I don't know. Don't you think it's a bit centralized? Well, it makes it a bit centralized. Everyone has to rely on that. Yeah, I mean it's it is, the, but it's, it's the first technology. yeah. That's true. But what else is there? Yeah, what else is there? There is um Ocean Protocol. Yeah. I but are they yeah, but it doesn't have the brand, like, yeah, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the marketing, yeah. it, whether it's kind of good or bad, it's, I just it's think like it's, Ethereum it's interesting. Of, and I like that people are that proactive, in, even especially when the market's quite down right now. 
It's actually a fucking rad thing to kind of talk about in a lot of ways. Like yeah. the like you talk about currencies, their value and stuff, but like the rare conversations never had is like the fuck all the money and the numbers. Like just aesthetically, what is it doing? What's happening? Like, what? Why are people drawn to chains like Avalanche? Curiously, why are people drawn to pe- chains like Phantom? But sometimes some people are drawn to Phantom purely because of its aesthetic. Yeah, it's like all go- ghostly and spooky and like spooky swap. Yeah, and but it's all branding, like you know. Well, they go for the yield as well. Like you get incentives. Of course they do. Of course you get they incentives. And of so, course they do. You know. but, out, but outside of that, you know, a lot of chains, a lot of chains are quite clinical in their approach, or they're like this, like you know, like kind of forward, like futuristic vibe where like, mm. I don't know, it's just like we've always kind of like, yeah, like as a band, we have like this brand and style, like it's quite, we're quite dark yeah. and finding a chain like Phantom that's Phantom's like cool, perfect. it's it quite suited, dark. Yeah. Yeah. It was meant yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love the community, how much I've developed on that chain, but you go to all the protocols, there's so many things that you can do on those protocols that you can't do on like, it's like a lot of the, the, the protocols on Avalanche, for example, they're just Ethereum forks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Phantom, it's built from the ground up, you know, the grassroots, yeah, yeah. the degen cryptos. And know. and even like the big DeFi forks that have come to Phantom have been quite successful. Yes. Yes. Um, which is cool. So, so any any swap is so explain to me how any swap works um with the NFT bridging over from one chain to another. Does it get mint uh, burnt? It's now multi chain, but it yeah, previously any swap. But yeah, Dan, do you wanna Yeah, so essentially it's just like it you kinda add into this contract this like router bridge. So when it's co- when you call the main, I guess any multi-chain um, router, yep. you're like kind of calling that to go from one chain to the next. Yep. So it's not like a reminting or anything like that. It's Hold actual transfer of and it holds it. Oh, okay, yeah, and it's just like an actual transfer of like this. It kind of yeah. We we came up with a great animation because we were like, yeah, you want to tell it? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to tell that. Yeah. So Alex and I is pretty awesome. We got on we got onto a phone call with multi-chain and a classic again. Just pitched this ridiculous idea where we wanted to like get this full animation studio on board. So like, cause it's actually attaching to what exactly what we were talking about before, like branding, right? Like where you've got like, and we kind of said it to multi-chain, like, you know, you guys are used to being a token swap. Everyone knows you for swapping tokens. You're like almost centralized in that sense. Like yes. everyone uses you, but like you need to educate people on your bridge. People need to know what the hell this is, what's happening tech, like tech, technologically to their thing, you know? Yes. So yeah, we just came up with this epic story of this Mingo hanging out in a lake and then he like finds this multi-chain orb, um, which his owners obviously place there. And then like he goes up to the orb and it sucks him into this world. And then he... Um, Was psychedelics involved in this uh, creation? Psychedelics are always <laughs> mildly involved. They're involved in life. Residually <laughs> caught in my spinal cord. Um, but yeah, it basically got sucked into this thing and this little arrow comes up and he chats with this arrow and then like basically arrow explains like he gets caught in this like liquid goo kind of thing which yep. is like the soul chamber so i was like trying to use like visual prompts to explain how it works but essentially you get the the nft's soul gets taken removed his body gets held in a stead in a safe location the soul goes into the bridge the nav way we called it which was like this fucking multicolored highway of like fucking apes and rug pulls and all sorts of shit going on like <laughs> 2021 yeah it's just like this <laughs> breaking out into this crazy interstellar highway basically um that sums up 2020 2021 yeah <laughs> january to december yeah and then he, fi- <laughs> he finds his location and then reconnects with his body and then bang your nfts in the lo- in, in the new location um purely to to try and pr- prove that it you don't the soul of the NFT never gets destroyed. It gets held as your NFT travels and then you reconnect. And Yeah, it, it's so important to yeah. tell a story, you know. 
I yeah. agree. Yeah, you got to tell a story, especially if you ending. want adoption. Oh yeah, the ending. Yeah, he where his destination because <laughs> he. This was a hundred grand. We were asking for a hundred grand. Yeah, we asked for a lot of money because yeah. we wanted it to be legit, right? We wanted it to be awesome, and but he would get to his destination and it would be like this bar, and there's a couple of apes sitting at the bar, and these guys just like leaning. He's like, man, I just don't know how bored I feel anymore. You know what I mean? And then this fucking Mingo just flies cascading <laughs> through the bar, taking everything out on the bar, and then like stands up real <laughs> stunned. You think it's going to say something, but it just goes, right, you know, just <laughs> like, real humor. I don't know. Just like playing to DJs. Yeah. Yeah. But so story, yeah, story is important. I'm, I'm curious with the, the multi chain, what's the utility on each chain okay. that you're going to bring? And, and then what happens? Obviously, you've got something in mind if you hold one from each chain, right? So yeah. Is that something coming later? Or, yeah. So start with the utility and then what happens if you're a holder of all four chains? If you're a holder of all four chains, firstly, a cool perk, which has nothing to do with multi-chain yet, is you will get a physical 3D flamingo. Um, we can show you a picture. It's a sculpture. Um, it's a sculpture. But so we, we got some friends who can do AR, so we want to just you know make it scannable and you can mingos can pop up with the kind of thing. There's a picture of that. So Freud actually fully sculpted that out of clay. That's so <laughs> that's going to get made into a bust and yeah, you'll get a physical. So this thing is out. like meant to sit on your desk, right? We'll and then put you, that got, on Instagram. you, you get a QR code. You get That'll to be on our it. thing on the podcast. And that can be the title cover for this. Yeah, bro. And then you, 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 scan the bar, you scan the QR code that you place onto it and you'll be able to like put on, put on any of your NFT. So everyone's Mingo looks the same on their desk, but it'll give you a space for your QR code. So you put your QR code in and sell your mates and go, oh, that's a f- what's that on your desk? And you'd be like, scan it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll scan it and it'll come up and the collection is your Mingo. It's like, it's me Mingo, bro. It's my Mingo. But you know how it is, you know how it is. It'll be dope. It'll be so dope. But to answer further on utility, because yeah. that is a fucking sick perk and um, a, a beautiful <laughs> piece of artwork. But essentially, so Flamingos are on all these different chains. Now, by using the migrating sort of narrative with the flamingos, we're going to have them essentially be able to be migrated. You can migrate them at any time or bridge them at any time, but we're going to basically set up events and utility that you can essentially bridge for. For instance, we're um, partnering with a game on AVAX, so you'll be able to bridge your mingo from any of our chains to Avalanche and then when you get to Avalanche you'll be able to play this game as your Flamingo in this battle game. Um, we realise going multi-chain, like building these communities on these chains, we realise that like what we, what you learn on one chain didn't necessarily translate I and mean, it's almost like a different kind of culture or a different country. Each chain would want their own particular utility yeah, and type, also, right? Also like what's why, popular here is yeah. not popular in America and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. and what they made, yeah. it's like how they've made their kind of money or how they've made their bread through this chain. And like, so we, when we went to AVAX, we learned, well, if you're selling an NFT without any kind of like staking or DeFi, like Game people weren't, yeah, gamified kind of thing, people weren't interesting. I uh, weren't interested in it. And like, yeah, we've realized that it's like because of the subnets now, it's it's going to come a gaming chain. And so why rather us build a game, we can lean into the fact that we can build our communities there and we can uh, transfer our players over to play the next sick game that's there. Or, you know, Phantom's quite known for its DeFi. So if there's any way to partner NFTs and there's a lot of, you know, talk and people working on Phantom to 
create and if finance, you know, for FNFTs, they call them, that are like kind of staking pools that reward the holding. Like you just kind of lock up a liquidity pair in an NFT and um, you stake that NFT and it's got like a curve pool or a growth pool. And um, I guess the concept is rather than someone breaking the LP apart and taking liquidity away from the protocol, um, they could sell the NFT because it's got this growth cycle. So if they're halfway through it, they could sell it for the value of it, knowing that whoever's buying it can make a whole lot more money rather than breaking it apart and starting again. And that preserves liquidity in the DeFi protocol to kind of like, yeah, keep operating. And yeah. those kind of thoughts. So, you know, if that's the kind of the future. So we, you know, on, on Phantom, you could lean into that. And like, you know, ETH, obviously, it's like the big collectors. So we think like, man, this is like one of the best artists in the world. <laughs> not, not to yeah, like blow. It's artwork. like, I think it's just like, you know, it, it's cool. And it's like, you know, we'll go to ETH and we will hopefully do, because, oh, this is kind of something I want to talk about too, is like a, a big part of Phantom in the NFT scene is this, uh, it's called Tombhead's Auction House. Yes. And it's actually, it's one year auction this Sunday or Monday morning oh, yeah, for, for, for oh, okay. um, yeah. And it's been going every weekend, every weekend for and a whole year. And they do NFT They auctions. do NFT auctions, yeah. Yes. And it's the best artists. Like, you, yeah, this is something also about the Phantom NFT scene is like, it's got the best artists, undeniably. Oh, like, wow. um, and a lot of one of ones, and a lot of generatives. I mean, yeah, I, I don't list know. It's kind of huge. I mean, yeah, the big, the the center point of it, a lot of it is, is Tombhead's auction yeah. house. So if anyone is interested, look it up on Twitter. Go to the Discord. It runs every weekend, and it is a vibe. Because we're mainly with Ethereum. Like, mm. we, I'm we, interested. Well, how the auction houses on Ethereum? Like, uh, do you? Yeah, we have no idea. Like, what's the num- What's the main? Um, Foundation. Col- no collection on Phantom, like uh, NFT collection. Was there Usman? Uh, Uman. Uman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uman. Usman. 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 It's her cousin. So, what, what do all the Matic boys want out there? What are they? Matic it seems for? to be a metaverse kind of change. I mean, Matic was interesting. Like, look, we tried on Matic <laughs> and we tried new things on Matic. And Matic is. It, uh, there's, look, there's good communities there, there's good people there. But Is it's, that in it's, terms of Discord? No, you just kind of community, the NFT projects kind of project. It's it's a dumping ground for ETH. Yes. It's like NFT-wise, it's just like, oh, like when Sergio and Gas was high, it just became this dumping ground of like... Where all the ETH maxis go to die. Yeah. Well, it was like Airdrop <laughs> it's a great Central. Game. Airdrop Central <laughs> and like the communities that were there were like trying to play this game of Ethereum, but like there's n- the Ethereum, yeah, it's a dumping, but like there's, a, there's a lot of Although money still going into there is, Polygon. Well, there is I was amazing gonna say, stuff. I was going to say metaverses. It's so perfect now for metaverses because Why gas is, is, well, it's the Ethereum can still transfer their money and still, because it's a layer two, but the gas is too high on Ethereum to run a metaverse. Like, you know, all the microtransactions, all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, so that's, that's what layer twos will... Yeah, and that's why Polygon is so perfect for metaverses. True, you know, so it's not necessarily yeah. uh, an NFT chain. Yes, you're right. Um, so correct. we, like, I mean, Freud is building a metaverse in there. Can't stop the guy. Um, yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a metaverse chain. But Matic, ultimately, for us, like... No shade on Matic. I love Yeah, I yeah. Love I, I think it's fantastic. And I think for a project like us, it is definitely... Um, the the big on the metaverse side and i think that's like what people want there so i don't like their logo that's just that's just personal opinion i just don't like their logo (laughs) polygon but dude that part yeah yeah. and you you guys never thought of building on cardano chain no, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe in five to ten years. No, 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 no. it's not even. Then it's Look, not anything. They it's dead. <laughs> Polygon have pulled some huge partnerships with Disney, um, Stripe, um, uh, Starbucks. 
you know, this, they're, they're definitely going to have a place in the future. And it's, and it's perfect. Like, I don't know, you've got all these new LA 2 starting up, and that's great. But I think Polygon has, like, a first mover advantage well, right now, and you'll yeah. see it, like, kind of... That, that's considered LA 2. Um, yeah, yeah. But you got, like, IMX, and, like, I mean, that's a gaming one, too. That's, yes. probably, that's from Gold Coast. That's going to probably do pretty well. Optimism seems to be in some strife at the moment, but... And that's that's pretty cool. You guys have on your roadmap as well. The thing that I like is, uh, Tommy, how'd you come up with Northern Lebanon? I mean, not a lot of people know about that. We yeah, know yeah. about it because of our ethnic backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. But so you guys are donating ten percent. Yeah, one of our like we already really, did actually. Really did. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I was reading because yeah. at, at each point um, when you sell out, so you've yeah. sold out, and now the last one left is E. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. You, You've already donated to Lebanon. You've yeah, already done Ukraine. Okay, so you have which, to bribe everyone. Yeah, which one of you boys flew over to Ukraine to help them? Well, we didn't, <laughs> but our, there's a guy um, who's a phantom guy who was over in Ukraine. Who I believe I haven't heard from him for Man, ages. He's but gone a bit. Yeah, no one's heard from him. Bush doctor. Bush so doctor, this, this guy. There, Bush um, doctor. Yeah, if you're hearing this. Yeah, we, we love you, dude. We fucking love you. Ooh, hope nothing's happened to but him. But basically, when that all went down, he like flew to Ukraine, and there yeah. were, wasn't just us. I mean, there was many, many projects that sent. Yeah. Um, Did he fly? I think he didn't. I time. think he tracked. I don't know if he flew. Didn't he? Like, or he got there. Yeah, somehow. It was a legendary yeah. effort. It yeah. I think he just like trekked, but he but was yeah, going to rescue people in fucking Ukraine. Yeah, so we haven't really, to be honest, um, with the, the Lebanon um, thing was very like a very close friend of ours. But yeah. yeah, this guy Bush Doctor, who was a big guy in the Phantom scene, who still you know is, but he's definitely not really online at the moment. He's still very much there because that situation. Yeah, Bush yeah, Doctor seventy seven. I'm pretty sure is his on Phantom? Instagram. Yeah. His, uh, but Twitter his handle. his whole thing was just to buy land and just everyone to live on it. That oh, was okay. his whole kind of thing. So he's probably like maybe doing not that. Ukraine, no, not for Ukraine. No, he just wanted to rescue. He was literally going in and helping like get people over the border. Oh, um, into neighboring yeah, countries. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, I've seen some footage of like Poland on the border. It's, it's pretty crazy. So what did you guys did 500 passports? Yeah. Okay. Phantom so Network. that was, yeah. So can you explain passports? So yeah, we kind of, so yeah. this goes back to that Matic thing. Like, you know, we, uh, we had a stalled mint on Matic and, you know, we had kind of going into AVAX, we had, we overestimated ourselves, not overestimated, but we just, it was all hype and it, we went in and we realized that, oh, these don't just sell by themselves. So we got creative and sold them and we realized that like, you know, it's the days of a quick mint is probably over. So when it got to Matic and they were like slow at the start, we realized quick, oh shit, like, you know, what are we going to do to kind of flip this and you know you try certain things and then alex came up with the idea of like well if they're migratory like why don't we like we were like yeah so buy a passport and sponsor a mingo over from matic we had this whole story about the you know they wrote a letter back to when flamingo saying that hey man you screwed us like and, and how do you so how do you get this passport so basically just oh, so in, in the law yeah in the law that we, we basically had that this this flock of flamingos right has landed 
in Matic, right? Because they you might say law, are we talking smart contract? L- talking no, no, like L-O-R-E. story. Like a law. social club. The, so remember, they, they run a narrative the in the Pink band. The Pink Flamingo Social NFT. Club is a bunch of DGENs. Because we're, we're learning Python. Oh, yeah. We're learning Python. We're a bit excited about programming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I hear anyone talking about programming, yeah. I'm thinking. Okay, so the flamingos are migrating, right? And he's flying. So the flamingos. Imagine you've got a flock of flamingos. They're flying over over the lands of Matic. And They're a flamboyance. A flamboyance of flamingos, that's what yep. it's called. And they've landed, they've landed in the Matic lands and they're ready there to set up shop. And this is a Matic story. This is a Matic yeah, story. Okay. And they've this set up shop. Story for that chain. So yeah. each chain they yes, create yes, a story, yes. a narrative. I'm, I'm getting into character, yeah. man. I want to be. <laughs> I'll drop you into character. So, so the Mingos <laughs> have landed on the shores of the Great Lake in, on Matic, right? And basically once they get there, they realise this fucking massive volcano next to the lake is about to explode no, no lake is dried. the lake is dried up oh the lake is dried up sorry i'm getting the wrong, fucking wrong story chain. i thought you're the creative <laughs> that's the other chain <laughs> but anyway i thought you're the creative they're writer. fucked all the mingos are gonna die so what we decided to do and we started minting on matic and you know mints on avax and phantom are really well and we minted on matic and we realized that matic is for us they it's been a, quite a bit harder mm-hmm. so basically we came up with these passports and we chatted with Multichain and we're like, could we potentially open the bridge a little bit early for the flamingos? Do you reckon you guys could open the bridge so we could migrate a whole bunch of Matic flamingos to to Phantom? I would have loved to see that email. Yeah. Or however it was a Telegram them. chat, man. Telegram hilarious. chat. <laughs> and they, they got all around it. So then basically we did oh, a flash awesome. mint of passports. So if you minted a passport, you get a Matic Mingo and it gets bridged from from Matic for you back over to Phantom. Oh, that's also you kind of rescue. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you've, you've, we've now we've rescued all of these. And that's why these. it was a passport because yeah. you're like buying them a passport to yeah. come back. But then the passports now have some added utility as well. So they're like, uh, yeah, they're like, they saved up Mingos. They, you know, we owe them, you know, they, you know, they, they which in, in its own, like that whole act when it played out, we kind of like look back at each other and we're like, dude, fucking multi-chain like this yeah. is this is sick yeah, this is an advantage like if you if you are chain non, non-chain agnostic and you're like you know a chain agnostic and you're across multiple chains you can still be a maxi yeah. you can still focus on your on your community but if it plummets or what it, you're not at the mercy of any chain like if it doesn't work you re-strategize like create an nft that helps bridge them over or whatever it might be like do you feel it gives you better like a network effects just adaptability yeah and they were different flamingos too so it was kind of like because our, our phantom collection is like special they don't have the wing out where they're so they're special and then so now they could buy a different one too kind of nice and we yeah it was just we just we needed to mint the mingos we need, and this guy gets clever man he's like That's you awesome. push him into a corner and he comes up with fucking crazy ideas starts firing <laughs> at the hit and you're just like well, here's the thing, right? Like, as <laughs> NFT creators, and, you know, I'm sure you guys fucking understand this. Like, it's not easy. You know, people... No, dude, it's fucking hard. It's hard. And yeah, it's and hard. collect and collectors might see it as, oh, yeah, you just do a hype mint and you fucking sell out and then it's over. Yeah, that's that is not the case. Easy, that's if you're rug pulling, that's easy. Yeah, yeah some pretty pictures. You and, forgot oh, them. yeah, yeah, Metaverse. Oh, nah, shit. We're Sorry. trying to build <laughs> a really organic community here that is, like going to be with us for the long haul ultimately here because for the band i mean and for more than that like you know between us we're like i'm a film producer in real life dan's a music producer freud's obviously a visual artist and a musician we're all musicians in a band together but we all come from these 
creative places that we're we're here to build and we're here to be here for the long haul and you know because going the freedom we've we've been searching for this fucking freedom for so long yeah we've been searching for this freedom it's for got so Mike, long we're a Mike, Mike snake yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> he found sorry. the freedom but yeah like we took been, a Dexy been, before we got here yeah 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 why um yeah we <laughs> We've been looking for the freedom for so long. Like the band's tried so many things. And because of the things we've tried, like, man, we, you know, these guys organize a festival. Like, we've had to put on our own shows because we are a big band that struggles to support another band. Like, you know, we have dancers. We have, like, I guess something we should talk about is the comic book. Like, the, the, we have, our last album is this, like, uh, 60 minute continuous piece like totally wanky kind of vibe yeah um, but this is what we conceived <laughs> at the end of this record label like we're so like, it's okay, a theatrical this experience label. yeah so so the lyrics so Wait, because so of this guy's I'm, I'm guessing you're into queen a lot with what they yeah do. man they're fucking yeah. very very influential that whole yeah, yeah. change creating um, the opera that whole pink album floyd? Yeah. pink floyd is yeah. like a huge one I understand kind the of creative thing. direction yeah. you took with this and yeah. so yeah. yeah and so trying to do that in web two is just a struggle but essentially yeah the uh, essentially, um, oh, oh double down. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the lyrics of the music is the dialogue of the comic. And it tells this other story of these other characters. Mm. Um, it's very like superhero, superheroes and supervillains, but mainly supervillains. Um, but this Which kind can of all like, have their own NFT collection. Yeah, and that, but that's the thing. Like, you know, we, we did this before we heard of NFTs. And so now we have already the characters and already the artwork, but it just leans like, man, we want to like, yeah, we can't say, we've just, we just can't say because it's the one time we're not going to say anything about what we're going to do, but we have some really big plans. Uh, are you sure? Did, did you watch the Bored Apes? <laughs> I feel like if we go on long enough, you might just slip it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to, I really yeah. want to, but it's kind of like, well, it's, it's good part of Mark, but that's the thing. We want to keep our cards close because we've learned a lot about how to market mm. these things, especially in NFT, like secrecy, well, history. You know, when you come to ETH Chain, one, yeah. of the, one of the really, really popular NFT drops was the comic book series, Punks. Yeah, Have you guys seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. They had volume one and volume two. Yeah. At one stage, these were going for eight nine ETH each. I actually didn't okay, know. Yeah, what were they called? So punks. Punks. This this graphic novel yeah, yeah, series, yeah. and it was a comic book series. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many pages in total? Wouldn't be sure about that. We can like find out. It? We can just do some research for you. Because I I don't know if I'm right here, but I'm pretty sure like a comic book and a graphic novel is d- different, determined by its page number. Really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you get parts, I don't know what that. I don't know. You have to fact check that. Is it who's the guy that Joe Rogan has that bloke who like looks at Jamie. Jamie, 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 can you look this up real quick? <laughs> yeah, we needed Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Fact we check needed Jamie. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's a little bit more than like 20 pages or something. It becomes a graphic novel. So book off on ETH chain. At one stage when the drop came out, it sent. I mean. Coming to ETH, you guys mm. have experienced gas wars yet? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. My first, we've minted a bunch of <laughs> NFTs and stuff on, so on this. ETH. This drove gas up to I think it was three, four thousand dollars in yeah, gas wow. prices when when that mint was going on, yeah. and we were on Discord's trying to mint other shit, <laughs> and people were delaying their drop because they knew this drop for this comic book series number two yeah. was coming out. So it was that big on ETH chain wow. that everyone stopped yeah. what they were doing just to let it pass. And yeah, we look, we've. I think the the fact that ETH has taken us so long to get to is just it's been a really good learning curve to like what we need to do because we know ETH maxis are hard to crack. Like Ethereum is 
it's just it doesn't need any like all the other chains need ethereum but ethereum doesn't need the other chains yeah it could be ethereum so that and it's got that attitude so it's like how do you come in from this history of all these chains you and have like, to make know, it feel like they're yeah, the only one and we are now like mm. you know from all this practice of knowing what people want it's like it's an interesting like we we what do you think it is it's it's like innovation it's like the it's the it's the big dog shit it's not your like small communities that can sustain and make the shit it's like what is fucking Adidas going to look at? What's Nike going to look at? What's fucking... Do you think these chains will be busy one day, like transactions if, happening? If the ETH merge... Okay, so if the ETH merge happens, this is my kind of theory. If ETH merge goes down 100% and it's all sweet... Yes. Their energy cost... They're cutting their energy costs by 99.95%. What, what company out there is doing that? What, what, what innovation of like, you know, Ford or some kind of company like that, what are they doing to cut their costs that much? Their ECG rating, the investment for like that, you know, that ECG rating yes, that yes. like makes you attractive. Like that, that, that is Tesla, so Tesla struggling. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking attractive. Yeah, and it's the first time now that big money can invest and get a benefit because for them, you know, because they're like, well, this is going to look good in our portfolio. Look how much energy, you know, and that's when big adoption is going to come in. I think if if, if this if this well, they're talking about down. a fourteen percent yield on Ethereum. That's that's Just fucking ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I think proof of stake is like it's it's not going to be seamless. It's going to be like this big adoption is probably going to be like it's starting to happen now, and you're seeing with Polygon and stuff like that, and you're seeing with these companies coming in from the side. But everyone wants to like ETH just got the vol- like you look at the volume compared to any other chain. It's like mm. Phantom's Phantom's got a higher amount of transactions per day though. Right. It's got like 1.8 million and but with, ETH without is like ETH, 1.7. Without ETH, let's just take a step back and reflect. Yeah. You guys have already done some amazing things with the other chains. I mean, you mm. had the first ever minted NFT that sold for 4,500 Phantom, right? Yeah, it was that was the one that was, yeah, No, the, yeah. that one yeah. was That was the auction, right? The, our first one was 4.5 and it went for yeah. Yeah, 14 US, K US. Yep, and you're the first ever to bridge an NFT. Yep, first ever to bridge yeah. an NFT. From, yeah. from AVAX yeah. Yeah, yeah, to from Phantom. That's Ganlaf. It's and a Gandalf. <laughs> and we made a sick animation if you want to go look at it. We made a sick animation, got a friend, Joey, the average, to make the beat. And yeah, it's... Well, it's th- uh, I think the biggest one here, you guys held the highest 24-hour average for a whole month for an NFT price or volume, sorry. Yeah, yeah. On NFT. Yeah, yeah. On NFT key. Shouts out NFT key. It's a multi-chain marketplace that is the simplest motherfucker to use. And I, you can just message this guy called Cryptographer and be like, hey, can you do this? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, no worries. And he's like, (laughs) works for the team. He's super easy. I don't know. It's just like, you talk about OpenSea and Rarible and all this, oh, who's got the best? Like if you're just looking for like a, just an easy to use fucking marketplace that's across all the chains. Damn, they they got you covered. It's good. Well, guys, generally before, I mean, I'm super excited to see where everything's going because I can feel we can chat for hours about all of this. I mean, just if we were talking about just the goals that you guys have hit already, I mean, last chain to conquer's ETH. Mm-hmm. When's the mint happening? It's um, September, probably yeah. like mid to late September. Mm. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna work hard. We're not. We've learned our lessons, and we're gonna really work hard before we like. We're not gonna mint till we're ready. Yeah, we're not gonna yeah. mint till we're ready. Because yeah, we'd definitely love to have a chat we, again, maybe uh, with you guys yeah. before the mint actually yeah, yeah. drops. You know, because yeah, I'd love yeah. to see where everything's going at. Because it's a really interesting journey. I mean, from what I love about it, it's bringing the artists together. You know, your weekly AMAs. You know, conquering the different chains, which we know a lot of the maxis always say that can't really be done. So I'm curious to come along on this ride with you guys. Yeah, yeah. 
before we sort of wrap it up, we always usually ask a question. I mean, mental health, um, it's big. <laughs> a lot of guys are suffering, you know. It's <laughs> it's a right. big problem at the moment, man. I mean, do you have any advice for our listeners uh, in regards I, to mental health and some coping yeah, yeah. strategies I at got the one. moment? Yeah, you go. Do DMT yeah. once per year. That's my coping mechanism. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I think um, all of us, like when we started the Pink Flamingo Social Club, we just had nothing else to do but go hard. All of our relationships with our partners were rocky. They were fucking fights and all this shit. And we dived so hard into this thing and like dropped it all. And we were like mental, we're terrible. Like, yeah, terrible people and mental. And like we got it and it paid back this money, but it was a big lesson to be like, holy shit, like this thing is so consuming. And, it, and technology like this and when it rewards you the way crypto does, it's consuming. And the only piece of advice I would say is like, Stick to the, the traditions of exercise every day, meditate every day, clean eating. Like all those things will empower you to have a strong mental health in a facility, in a place where it sucks you. Social media, all those things, and they don't. There's nothing that promotes good mental health. Everything's fighting so for all, your attention. Yeah, all you can do is just clean eating, exercise, mental health. You know, get off your phone, shit. Yeah, get off your computer. Just take for time away. Like it's. I know you. Just an hour a day is is better than no hour a day. I agree. Kind of thing, but you would have one. Yeah, um, I guess more for like the artists, I guess, out there. Like, I think um, the obvious one, like stay humble. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good, great artists making a lot of great big money. Um, and it's really awesome to see a lot of epic success for a lot of people. But what's been even more incredible is watching how humble these artists are staying. Like, that's really awesome to see. Like, really sticking around the community. Yeah, like, you, there's especially places like Phantom and on the AVAX community, like, there's a saying on AVAX, which is stay in your lane, stay in your lane, like focus, work hard, do your thing, be passionate, give and show crypto and this whole NFT scene, everything that you are, but just fucking stay in your lane and don't overstep on people's toes and like, you know. Sounds like a bit of camaraderie on Phantom Chain. Yeah, there is, it man. There's like a lot of support. There's yeah. a lot of support. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like honesty. It's like, you know, if someone's, you know, being a dick, it'll be like, yo, you're being a dick. Like, you know, so. Is it yeah, I think so. I think yeah. they'll evolve over time. That's it what will. I reckon. I mean, it, it, it's going to become Size more changes massive. everything like that, right? Like, yeah. if there's heaps of people involved, it's not, it's just going to be impossible to hold that kind of niche camaraderie yeah. Yeah. as much. But yeah, just stay humble and, and have fun. Seek advice, guys. Um, also, just before we wrap up, do you want to give everyone your Twitter handles or your Discord handles? Just so anyone who's in love with the project likes what you guys are about or they mm. want to find out more about the band, find out where to get this this uh, graphic novel from, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anything like that? Well, you can get Alex underscore MTMM. That's um, Alex's Twitter Twitter handle. And um, Dill. <laughs> the Langleo NFT man is my Twitter handle. That was my old alias. It's spelled like yeah. Yeah, Delanglio. Um, yeah, but I changed it to Rams because... Yeah, that's my music production name. And awesome. Yeah. Um, Boss Moxie is the band. Uh, find Instagram, we M-O-X-I. don't remember Twitter. Yeah, B-O-S-S-M-O-X-I. Um, Most importantly, yeah. Phantom Flamingo, F-T-M Flamingo. And it kind of goes back to kind of where we started. We started on Phantom and we branched out to multiple chains. Now we're going to ETH. We're going to take on the big dog. <laughs> we're here we want to embrace everything that ethereum is and we can't wait to to do that also and dope, um, uh, dope website pink flamingo social dot club that's it yeah 
More yeah, we've we've had some, you know, we've been through we've been through it. We've gone through three chains now and we've we've had some massive wins and some massive knocks and you know, like we've as project founders, we've definitely like felt that we're finally ready to take on doing this mint on ETH and we're super pumped about it and we're like open we you know, we want to um open arms everyone in the ETH community into our community and hopefully we can share some cross-chain info and alpha. I mean, we, we get a lot of listeners from all the countries and, and definitely we've got a lot of people on ETH, uh, where Kong Max is, will be going on on their talk soon. Mm. Um, so a lot of the guys will cross-reference and listen to this and I'm sure everyone's waiting to see what you guys do on ETH, yeah. particularly come, come have a chat. collecting them all. I think will be a big thing. Mm. And now you need the passport, bit of alpha there. So <laughs> make you sure you get that. Just you want it. Yeah. <laughs> you want a, it. It's, it's the whole utility, it's the yeah. whole yeah. Well you, you want the whole collection. You want the whole thing. Yeah. You want to yeah. adopt a flamingo. But ultimately yeah. your flamingo is your ticket into the social club. It's also going to through a whole bunch of different partnerships um, that we have currently and ones that we will add in the future, we'll be consistently offering different opportunities for our mingo holders sounds, and, um, sounds like we'll be talking to you boys again soon that's, yeah because that's what you <laughs> then we bring on the band and the comic book and the stories and the, and the live shows oh, and the events and fucking the festival that'll be yeah. sick we can't wait for this so look from all of us at dj and aussie apes loved having you guys on thanks for making the trek down uh definitely thank a sick podcast love what you yeah, guys are you doing guys, i love what you guys do too oh man yeah. thank Bro, you so australia much australia needs more of this it's good it's good to see it happening i was actually I mean, you, we, we hold events, we'll get you yeah, guys yeah. Maybe we'll get you guys to play a set. Bro, I don't know hell if yeah. you can bring the instruments hell all yeah. the way down definitely. here, but yeah, that'll be sick. We can definitely do something. Yeah, yeah. man, because... Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, we, there's NFT Briz, there's NFT Sid, NFT Melbourne. Yeah, it's all popping yeah. off now. It's I good. mean, last NFT Sid, we had um, Dave Good from Pop Bellies. He was yeah, DJing really the whole night. Really so maybe we can come. get you guys, do something, get yeah, some yeah. exposure. That'll be sick. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. like um, IRL meeting up mm. like in real life. It's We're doing something next year. Um, that we would we'd love you guys to be a part of as well. Oh, awesome. oh man, definitely. Love to hear you. We'll yeah. be there. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. You've been hanging out with Pink Flamingo Social Club. You're here with DJ and Aussie Apes, Wuba, Shaheen, Luca P. As always, stay safe out there, guys and girls.